Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. I'm Dana, also known as Danamite781 on the socials. Welcome to another episode of This Should Be in a Book. I have a couple of my friends joining in with me today, and we're just going to let y'all in on the conversation and how it goes. We got a few things that we're going to talk about, so let's get to it. I would like to welcome my booze, Raquel Wyatt. And Tony Pettis. Hello, hello. (laughs) Um, Y'all have probably seen them all over my socials. I be resharing their stuff all the time and commenting on all of their things. Because listen, I have amazing friends. And I mean, that's just on period. I'm so grateful that they allow me, you know, little old me to be a part of their lives. And I'm glad and honored that they've agreed to join me just in conversation. We're really not going to talk about nothing specific just you know a little what you what would you call it 20 not 20 questions what you call it when you just like talk about stuff random stuff it's called something shoot the shit shoot the shit i don't know yeah i think it is can i can i say that we are y'all's audiences okay with cursing doors was ready okay it's fine You need to be concerned about Tony Pettis in that corner. <laughs> you have to give me a limit. That's what, <laughs> That's what I you mean, need to do. You know, it, we're unlimited over here. It's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> have y'all's way. But y'all, so I was thinking the other day just about like our friendship seems so random, but it seemed to like start to blossom at like the absolute perfect time. Do y'all remember like how like we started like just talking so regularly and like together? Cause I know I was friends with y'all separately, but then like together, like what, how did that all happen? Do y'all remember? I've been dreading this question because I don't remember rock. Do you, I've known rock longer and I think yeah. social media has a way of making us all feel connected, whether we've met each other or not. Right. So I know that like we we were following each other and then it was the Planty Pantry event. And I walked up, I was coming to mess with y'all and you were like, oh my God, it's my friend. I was like, yeah, it's my girl too. But we had, ne- you know, we had never had like a deep rooted introduction of each other past social media. And um, I knew I loved you. I, I love everybody brown skin, you know? And that's it. So seeing you in those spaces that it's only a couple of us, I knew we were going to be close. But I don't know how we started, our, like, our trifecta. I think, I don't, I didn't know that you and Rock knew each other. And y'all have known each other longer. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, so it's this whole, I don't know how we, we made the, the, the it, it, concrete, I'll say that. But I don't know. I'm glad it did happen, to say the least. Because I needed all of it. Hello. Hello. That's right. I know it's been, of course, we've known each other separately for a long time, but I know it's been in the last year that it was the throuple situation, but (laughs) I don't, I really don't remember at what point (laughs) it was just like, we're going to be together forever. Like, I I don't (laughs) remember the moment. It's just, it feels like it's always been that way at this point. Um... So I don't know, but I, and unfortunately the text thread is too long to go back and find out. So. Right. That's, that's <laughs> the I, I will, I we, will not go back to the beginning. We'll never find it. We're not going to be able to find that source. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's no way. Right. No way. Just, just one day we just all, I think it I think when I realized that both of you knew each other and I knew that I loved both of y'all, I was like, oh, this could be fun. And maybe we just started I started sending y'all things together that I felt both of y'all would appreciate or something like that. I feel like that's what it was, but or one of us did that, but I don't remember exactly what it was. However, I'm grateful. Wait, 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 wait. As we were talking, okay. So the one night we did um, at Tony's studio where we just had like wings and stuff and we were talking like all night. Right. Was that the first? Well, that was the, the first, first time night. we were all three I together. I think it yeah. was. Yeah, the, I remember that being the first time that we were all three together, but like we had our text threads and stuff before that, right? That's Who set true. that up? Who set that up? Yes. That's true. Yeah. But don't they say the best relationships when they happen like that and you don't really remember the moment, but you know that you can't live without the people that you're in the moment with? Don't worry about how it started. Just know that you're here. Hello. <laughs> I don't want to say that. <laughs> I love it's it. Okay, I... My friendships I remember, but they show ended. We'll say it up for part two. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. another conversation for another day. Um, so I'm gonna get in y'all's business a little bit and just kind of share with the people about how you you guys are both operating in the creative space. Um, Tony is like a legit, legit, legit artist. Raquel is a legit, legit, legit artist in the graphic design space and just other creative spaces that, um, I mean, when I tell you their work is so quality, I'm really, 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 I mean, when I tell y'all, I'm so grateful to be connected to the people that I'm connected to. Stop it. That's what I'm looking <laughs> for. I am, and it's just been really, really beautiful to watch both of you just really, really, I hate the word navigate because I feel like it's overused, but I'm going to use it. Navigate the creative spaces that y'all are in, in the way that y'all do. Tony with your art and your shows and just your hands in different um, artistic spaces in Columbus, in other cities, because you, your, your work is all over the place. And then sure. Raquel, with transitioning from, you know, the corporate world into, you know, becoming a full-time entrepreneur um, with your graphic design work and just seeing the evolution of the things that you've been able to do. I mean, I know you've been at it for a long time, so it's not like an overnight success. This is something that you've worked at and you've just become really good at it. And now we're just being privileged to be able to witness yeah. it. So like what has, I'll start with you, Rock. Like what was, what was that transition from corporate to entrepreneur like for you and then how did you um like when you were in the corporate world was this something that was always pulling on you or what Jeff fix it um <laughs> so you and Betsy original statement art has always been a part of my life it just it just always has I come from a creative family it's it's colors is what I see um and um, working in corporate America, I, let me back up. I went to college right out of high school, um, end up leaving at the beginning of my sophomore year um, and came home. And after that, ever since I have been working a job, so for at least almost 10 years, um, 
I had been in some form of occupation and mostly corporate America. Um, so <laughs> by the end of it, I literally, I had launched my business officially February 1st of last year. And although I had people that already were, I was doing flyers for things like that. Once I officially launched, they were like, oh, you're actually taking clients now. I was like, yeah. Um, and once I did that, it became a really quick problem because I would be in my office and then I would be getting emails on my business account for this flyer and this logo and this design and da da da. And so I would be having my iPad at work with me trying to sneak and do designs while also trying to do the tasks that were requested of me. It became a little bit much. Um, and also I knew that design, anything, I, I've learned I, as much as I love design so much, I, anything that causes me to create is something that brings me to life. So if it's mm. creating an event, if it is um, creating graphics, if it's creating anything, drawing, uh, makeup, whatever, it brings me literally to life. And not being able to do that full time on my schedule became an issue. Um, and it felt like I was literally suffocating, <laughs> trying to be in this box of um, going to work every single day, have this schedule, do the same thing every day. You know, you have a steady paycheck, but you are just so unfulfilled. Mm. And um, also when you have a small business or a if you're an entrepreneur and you work a full time job, your hours um, are from five to midnight or whatever time you get done. And then you have to be back and be present in your office. And when you're not present and you're not, hey, hi everybody, and like all giggly and socially all the time, you it, it becomes a problem. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong? You act like you don't want to be here. Well, actually, I would rather be painting, but you know, I'm here. Right. Um, so all of that was a lot. Um, but once I left at the September 30th of last year, um, and when I made, it was after much prayer and thinking, and I, I really did not have a plan. I, I, I am just now in February, at the, well, at the end of January, I wrote it down the day I figured out what this was gonna look like. <laughs> I just then figured out how this was going to work because since September 30th, I've just been like, okay, God, like it's just me and you. So what are we supposed to do with this? Um, so that transition was definitely a lot and learning how I want to work, um, how productivity looks like for me, giving myself grace if I'm actually tired and I need to sit to sit. Um, if That's I need good. a moment where I can't like, if I'm not, I've learned if I'm not in a good mental space and this may not be asking you answer your question exactly. Say <laughs> what you're saying. Um, if I'm not in a good mental space or emotional space, I can't create. Mm -hmm. um, and so I have to give myself a day to get my life together mm -hmm. and then come back to it and not force myself to work. Because as an entrepreneur, a lot of times when I first started, and I, I thank God I had a business coach to help me through the first couple of months. Um, when you first start, you want to answer all the emails quickly. You want to respond to everybody quickly. You want to, 
oh you because you want the money like you want the attraction and you, know, you want your business to grow and when you are um responding quickly trying to get customers and clients and they're just not your your business is not at the forefront of their mind all they know is they need a flyer or a logo <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is that you're offering but they're they're not in a hurry and they say oh i'm gonna use you for my business or i'm gonna get with you soon because i gotta use da, 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 da. and you know you never hear from these people sometimes right. um very true so all of that is very interesting um and learning to separate my emotions from my business has been a whole other thing because if somebody says oh i don't really care for that design i think i'm gonna go in a different direction or you send off a draft and you never hear back from someone after you've spent time and energy into a situation um mm-hmm. it it can do a lot to you mentally yeah. <laughs> because entrepreneurship um i was telling somebody and i, I continue to say this to people that you know, want to take this journey. Entrepreneurship is a whole body experience. Mm-hmm. It's going to be mentally taxing. It's all, all you're going to think about all day. Like you may have other areas of your life that you'll give attention to, but all day your brain is running with either an idea or something that you need to work on, a project all day, all day. And even in your dreams, you'll be coming up with things you need to do. Um, physically, your your whole body is invested in this situation. Um, and sometimes as an entrepreneur, there will be moments where you realize you forgot to eat. <laughs> you forgot to. <laughs> yeah, listen. You forgot to stop to get a snack and you have to purposely say, I have not eaten today. There have been many days I've eaten breakfast at two o'clock because <laughs> I, I woke up at eight and I've been going ever since and realized, oh, I haven't eaten today. Yeah. Um, emotionally, you you are invested. You are creating, and you love to create, and so all of your love goes into this project, into your baby, and your name is on it. Um, so entrepreneurship is a whole body experience, and unless if you want to do it full time, if if you want to do it part time, you have to be prepared to give yourself grace and space to take on that task because. Um, your communication with humans will be different. Um, period. There are many days, most days, I don't feel like hanging out. Why? Because I'm working. And I know if I stop this moment, I have to purposely schedule things. Like if we, if we want to do lunch dates or stuff, I block off four hours because we're going to talk. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I prepare my mind all week because you have to go interact with humans. So make sure you're social on this day. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you you can't do it. You can't do it. All of your all of your focus is in this one direction. Mm-hmm. And um, as rewarding and as wonderful as it is, because like days like today, last night I was out. I ain't get home till three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have the beauty of waking up when I wanted to and just being prepared for this. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. So those moments, you'd be like, you know what, God, it's worth it. It is so worth it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead of being in somebody's office at 8 a.m. struggling, you know. Right. Um, so it is so rewarding, but it is a task and you have to be balanced. You have to be prepared, as prepared as possible. Because I wasn't. I was not. And so anybody that's preparing the journey out, I said, make sure that you have some kind of preparation, that you kind of go into it with some kind of knowledge of what you're about to do. 
because I'm, I'm, I need to be done with this conversation because Tony got to talk. Um, but um, because if you if you don't know any better, depression and anxiety will choke you up against a wall somewhere <laughs> because you go you go in as an entrepreneur you go in with these very big dreams mm-hmm. and very big goals and you just know that in 30 days everybody gonna know your name like you just your account gonna be look <laughs> you gonna be flying your friends out it's gonna be a day but the reality is for the first six months if not longer <laughs> you are on the grind mm-hmm. All and the time. you are trying to figure this out figure out your formula how this works for you what your business model looks like you are trying to get all your ducks in a row and there I'm just now <laughs> getting some kind of following and attraction on both of my inst- my business Instagrams and then TikToks or whatever else and all, like all my social media platforms just now I'm just like, y'all ain't seen what I've been doing since. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it, it doesn't always work that way. And I also trust the process that God knows when we can handle certain things. Yeah. Um, so it just is what it is. But I'm, I'm off my speech. Go tell me. I'm done. Am I answer? No, you said everything that needs to be said. Am I, um, am I supposed to be saying the same, like answering the same question? Because I feel like she was hitting everything that was coming out of my mind. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm that sorry. Was... I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It, it was good. Though, cause I was like, yeah, make sure up, oh, choked against the wall, cornered, all the emotions <laughs> are the same. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you can answer the same question, but I mean, I guess yours, uh, I mean, I guess it is kind of the same, the same uh, space that y'all are in, just the whole creativity part. But like, um, as an, as an artist who, um, like paints and draws and mm-hmm. you know showcases your work at you know art galleries or have people painting you and things like that like when did you know that this is what you wanted to do I think I've known artistically that I would end up in the world of art or I don't know, and some sort of artistic influencing uh, role in my life because my mom was a seamstress. She would do alterations and she would hold fashion shows and we were in fashion shows. So I modeled when I was like mm, uh, 10, 11, 12, but also was uh, drawing back then. And then my dad, before he passed, he was really talented in woodwork, like building, uh, yeah, really talented and skilled. So my brother has that gift. I can't put a hammer to the nail without a finger or something happening, praise be, or something missing after I've done the project, a limb or, or a hospital visit. So I stay away from that and I stick with the pencils and the things that are safe. But um, the family had it. You just, it's, it's interesting when you're, and you know this, Rock, when you're in a creative family, the pressure of using that gift um, Sure. They, they don't even have to say anything, but you feel like when you 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 take on that that title as a Pettis or a Wyatt, and you, you know what they've done with their giftedness, you want to find your own kind of lane, but you know that you're going to operate kind of the same. And um, to my surprise, my brother used to be the more artistic one, and then he kind of you know grew up, went into the world like we all do. Didn't get into corporate America, but was a hard worker, worked for a leather a leather uh, man 
uh, Leathersmith for a couple of years and um, and then went into, um, I think he worked at Sam's Club for like six, seven years. And I think when your head is down and you're making money and you're working on your, um, your financial buildup and yourself in that way, it's easy to lose sight of whatever was keeping you um, trained as an artist. High school is a good place to start out with art because your your job is to basically go in, get your good grades. The art is a part of that. It's a, you know, it's an extracurricular activity. So he was heavy on art then, but when you get out in the world, no one's holding you to an art project being due by a certain amount of time. So you have to prioritize that. And if I'm working from dawn until dusk, who picking up a pencil when they get back to the house? Mm, I'm picking mm-hmm. up a rag and jumping in the shower and getting under my cover. So right. I saw him have that life and I knew that I loved art too much to not see it through. So I worked, I think my first job was maintenance painting. I wanted to find like a job that would somehow keep me, you know, tied to the responsibilities of being an artist. Now maintenance painting is not painting as an artist. Maintenance painting is maintenance painting. I paint it from Muskogee County School District. So that's the school district here in our, and for our district in Columbus. And um, I was doing everything from ticket booths to um, a lot of the middle school, high school designs and colors y'all see on the walls. I helped out with those designs and painting them. Oh, and yeah. yeah, this is my first job straight out of high school. And um, it was a temp job. We did it for the about the summer. They hired me on a little bit longer because they was like, hey, this man got a paint. And <laughs> so I did a little bit longer than the rest of the people that I was with. And slowly but surely, I went on to do other jobs and things. But art was, when it's something that you're passionate about, passion doesn't leave you. Right. You know, passion is something that bothers you until you tap back into it. And it's not necessarily <laughs> something annoys you but it will call you back home you know this it'll call you back home so eventually i ended up partnering with this group of uh, artists we joined we made something called the columbus collective and we were doing shows as a group um and i it it saved me from my job at that time which i was working retail in academy sports which i did two years at hibbit sports no one knows because i know all about shoes and stuff two years at hibbit's and a year and a half at Academy and helped uh, open the one here. And then I left Academy to go and be with the Columbus Collective. Um, and we started having all these shows. We were using abandoned buildings, calling the numbers that were on the sale signs and figuring out, you know, how can we do something in these spaces? And truthfully, I was attracted to the idea because you, you watch movies and read books about kids doing stuff like this. You know, and and to see it actually happen, I was like, well, this is pretty cool. Social media is your best friend. Um, I feel like Rocky mentioned something like that, but social media is your best friend in in this sphere because I I didn't know them, but I knew what they were doing. They were doing good at promoting things. And then they saw me sharing their things and they realized I was pretty good at marketing. So I came and joined the group and we had what, four, five, six shows. In those shows, we never were shy of a thousand people in attendance. But be honest with you, I didn't know Columbus had that many many people. And it wasn't just like, there weren't just anybody's walking in. We had anybody's, but Bo Bartlett, world-renowned artist, walked into some of our, made a point to be in our shows, actually started following us um, all individually on social media because he had heard what we had been doing. 
And, um, you know, through those connections, after we ended, I thank God that that period of my life existed because that's how I started posing for some of the bigger artists in the city because Bo knew who I was, liked my image, had me come over to his studio and pose for his group of kids uh, for like a college accredited, uh, kind of like, what do you call them, like session? Basically, it was a accredited uh, session with them. So they were, um, it, it wasn't a waste of their time. But I also got to see myself painted by other artists as an artist and have that exchange. And I mean, I think when you're around people who do the things that you want to do, sometimes that's all the push that you need is to be in the room, to just be in the room and and you'll do the rest. Like your mind, your passion, your energy will, will make that into something realistic for you if you've seen it happen and you you experienced it for yourself like knowing that you can be an artist and that can be your sole money maker pool of income like seeing people live those dreams and being close to them it's truly why i'm grateful to be where i am because it's possible it's not like i'm looking at a movie i'm looking at a man that i know i can text you know so i think in answering that because i don't want all the way around the world too um art art will never leave me alone even if I decide to do something different tomorrow, I just know that I feel like we're, we're created to do a lot of things. And in that kind of like, um, in that purpose, I know art is like my way of communicating, touching people, healing people, speaking to people and bringing about awareness. But everyone has a different method to their madness. I just know that art will always be a part of mine and that's why I am an artist now and will forever be an artist. Um, but listen about these shows. Uh, and I don't know if we're giving an advice, but I want us to say, yes, you know, comparison is, 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 is the devil. Listen. You know, we are three black people on this podcast right now. Our starting point will never be, will never be what some other people's starting points are. Right. So it's not fair to yourself and it's not even correct correct uh, mathematics for you to put you next to someone else. Um, they're 15 steps ahead before we even are born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their life is earmarked before we even out of the womb. So us to look at the other people, I had my first solo show and I talked to one of my friends, a white guy in uh, New York City. And he's like, well, you know, I just had my fourth one you know, down, you know, and I'm partnering with the Met. And he wasn't saying it to, to, to discourage me, right. but naturally so. <laughs> you, you feel know, hit. You feel hit. And I also have to realize, but look at us. Really just look at us. Mm-hmm. A lot of my buildup was doing things on my own because my mom had her, her situations and my dad passed when I was uh, younger. So it it's like with that alone, your starting point, you have been pushed behind the line. Do not compare yourself. Wherever you are is where you're supposed to be. And I push that so much because everything that you're getting, you need to understand before you get where you're going. And we're not just trying to get where we're going, we're trying to stay there. There are a lot of people who make it to the top and they plummet shortly afterward because they wanted to skip so many necessary steps. You have to get all of this knowledge so that you get there and you stay there and then you pull people up. That's always the goal. Tony, can I say something? Yes, ma'am. 
with that whole process, if you go through the journey properly and you take all the L's and you take all the down moments and the low valley moments, by the time you make it to the top, you're going to do whatever it takes to stay there. That because part. it took too much to get to that. Get there. Mm-hmm. I, and yeah. we've had this conversation, the three of us have. By the time I make it to where I feel like I'm okay, like I'm good, good, I'm going to be working overtime at that point. Like y'all really not going to see me then because at that point I have struggled so much and I have sacrificed so much and I've cried too many tears through Mm -hmm. this process for me to get up there and be like, all right, I'm good now. And just let everything go by the wayside. No, Mm no. That's when you work harder. That's when I get more invested. And that's why I find different avenues and different ways to change the the appearance, the growth of whatever I'm doing, um, et cetera. Like, just, it shouldn't make you tap out in that moment. Like, you should be so grateful that God spared you enough to make it to this moment. Because some people do all the grinding and they leave here before they see the manifestation so like if you are able to sustain that or you know go through that process and make it like you owe yourself god and everybody who has supported you to continue this process to keep it going and then to sow into somebody else's life that's coming up behind you Mm -hmm. because somebody gave you a chance An opportunity yeah. and you have to give it out I mean you have to use discernment about who you do have to do that yeah. but there are people in your lives that deserve a chance and if you are put in a position to give it to them by all means yeah by all means um when they're ready right Definitely. that's why I think something that you said earlier is super important about learning how to manage yourself through all of that like knowing when you need a, a day to just like recoup and recover so that like when you do like when you are going through the harder moments and then you have your up moments because even having your up moments that's expending energy too and so just yeah. knowing when you need to rest and recover and when you need to work learning learning that while you're going through the process so that when you do get to the top and you have to keep producing so that you can stay up there you'll you'll have mastered how to manage yourself in it all yeah seriously like last night i told you last night i was I went outside with the peoples, <laughs> but I have learned, I've, I, we've always, my whole life, my whole life, we've always been people, people. So always yeah. connecting, always having dinners, always having friends over, always having family over, always with people. And I've learned about myself at this stage of my life that I need days in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, can't, mm-hmm. I can't do people every day. Yeah. Um, Myself, you don't get the best of me if I've seen people every day. Right. My social battery work that way. Yeah. Um, nor does my productivity battery work that way. So, my friends, the people that saw me last night, was like, "Oh, you back outside?" So I went um, and had dinner with some friends Tuesday night. Went back out last night. It was like, "You outside two nights in a row?" Woo! I was like, "Yeah, no, no, I'm gonna be inside till March because no, because <laughs> I can't do it. I cannot do it. I cannot do it." Unless I have, I have some on calendar. I think next weekend I have to be at. But besides that, like I, no, no, yeah. I can't do it. I cannot do it because you, you get the parts of me that are antisocial, um, dry, 
don't want to really talk like you don't get me like yeah. as a person yeah. when when I've been drained if, if I'm drained I'm tired my brain is all over the place the, the communication and everything else is not going to be right so I can I say something on that I've always yeah. told my friends you don't want that version of me like you enjoy <laughs> and they'll try to force you to come out I'm like if you like me when I'm out you like me when I've chosen to be out like don't be yes. trying to if you ain't gonna like that I'll be snappy you know, just, and, and then they're like, what's wrong with you? I told you I didn't want to come out tonight. You didn't got me out here, so now I'm out here. <laughs> if you had to beg me to come outside, if you had to be like, oh, you just want to do that. You don't want to come and hang with us. If you had to guilt trip me and all That's that, come out, I'm going to be dry in the corner and I better have some food because I'm going to have abs. <laughs> I'm going to have abs. Like, at least put some wings in front of me so I can, like, at least have a smile. And bring them to me. I'm not getting up. <laughs> I need to be surprised in order for this to go right because I'm finna be mad. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to be here. <laughs> me I want my bonnet. I want my scarf. Leave me alone. Drive the corner. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That's all Tuesday the fries you gonna put on their plate. <laughs> Tuesday night we were at we were out at dinner and it turned out to be like DJs and singers and it was, it was packed out. They was having all kind of fun. They were dancing, baby. I was just bouncing in my little booth with my wings and fries. Like this is all the reason why I came here. This is why I came here. I came and hang out. Tired. But that's it. Don't know. I think that was all I had. Yeah. Did Dana, did, did that answer it though? I, yeah. I know I went around the world. No, it's perfect. Cause I, I think this is like the real of what people need to hear about when, you know, wanting to break into the world of like working for yourself or like, even if you do work for or with other people, like just learning how to learning how to do that and do it well. And, and making sure that you are taken care of in the process because these are things that come up all over the place and people don't talk about them enough or I think people are talking about it more these days than they ever have before um but just hearing it from different perspectives because the way that you say it will resonate with somebody you know the way that rock says yeah. it will resonate with somebody else the way that I say it will resonate with somebody else and so just hearing it from different voices because I mean like I'm not a black man but mm. you can speak to a black man in a way that I can yeah. you know right um and none, none of us are white women <laughs> But, you know, we we still may say something that, you know, that would, you know, make them realize, okay, this is something that I need to implement into my life as well. You know, so, I mean, we we just all have a different a different perspective to speak from and and it will always, you know, resonate uh, with somebody. Um, I appreciate that we're able to talk about so many different things that's um when I was when I talk about my friendships being like really really quality friendships the ones that like I hold really close to my heart these days it's because we can be like fluid and talk about stuff like this we can talk about um there's this clip that I saw on Instagram um a while ago from Amanda Seals and I and as soon as I heard it I was like "Ooh, I want to talk about that with somebody who would be the perfect person to talk about it with and y'all y'all's faces popped in my head i'm like you know what let me send this to them real quick and see if they want to talk about this so i send it to y'all and we're gonna talk about it right now i'm gonna play it for you guys so that y'all can hear what i'm talking about um and (laughs) and we're gonna talk about it we're gonna let's give ourselves five minutes to talk about it oh can we talk about anything in five minutes i don't know we ain't never talked about the five minutes. I'm trying to think. Okay, do I want to do this now or do we want to do it on another one? What y'all want to do? 
I feel like we're gonna have to do this on another one to get the full of it because if we gotta have a time limit, this not gonna work. I mean, we don't have to have a time limit. This will just we be already a had a good conversation, episode. so right. It's this will just be like it's a how long are your podcast episodes? Because so usually when it's you just don't want to, I'm with Rock. We might have to do it on the this might be a, right when it's just me on here by myself. They're like. 15 minutes long, sometimes 20. Oh, girl. But like when I have guests, when I have guests, they're usually an hour or longer. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we, already, we already well past that. When I have guests. <laughs> I'm about to y'all did it say 15 minutes no it said 30 to 45 but in the 30 to 45 i really meant like an hour because i know how first of all i know how our conversations go and when i have guests they be way longer than that so i'm just not gonna talk for an hour by myself when i'm talking to y'all i get that that got me that 15 i said wait we already (laughs) way over but no so do we so y'all want to come back and talk about that another time yeah let's do that okay well uh, we're gonna close this out with something like i said multifaceted friendships guys (laughs) um there was one more question that i wanted to ask you guys about because we just surpassed this um made-up holiday called valentine's day that i do not celebrate i've made up but but it's been made up what is that huh the team stuff. What is that? What is that? What, what yeah, day is that? I, exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm genuinely confused. <laughs> exactly. Well, but okay. So there was a point in our lives where we recognized the holiday as a holiday, and so I just want to hear about some of y'all's most memorable um, moments from the day. So I don't. I've. I don't celebrate it because I just feel like. It's been so commercialized that people just do things on that day and then don't do anything any other time. And I just, I don't want a gift or I don't want gifts or I don't want you to celebrate your love for me just because it's this day. I want you to celebrate your love for me because you love me, you know? And so that's just kind of like how I've always felt about the day. But um, you know, it is a real thing and there are people who do celebrate it and celebrate it real and right. And so I guess are y'all are y'all people who celebrate it real and right or y'all don't care? Well, obviously I know Tony doesn't. He didn't he don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna let Antonius go. <laughs> uh, oh, you're gonna say Antonius? I, I, I respect it and I love any type of expressive yeah, I'm a lovey dovey person, so me saying that I didn't know what it was is definitely a joke. Um, I think this year it felt good at the, the beginning of it all, but I was talking to one of my friends and a mutual friend of ours, Sharika Day, and um, she said, "Child, she said, child, stay off, stay off uh, social media. You know, just don't even do that to yourself." Uh, and I was like, "Oops, I'm good. We've grown several years, actually in a good place with my ex. Like, I feel like I don't have to bother, but think about him in this way." And um, 
And it seemed like people weren't posting a lot. And y'all can tell me y'all speeds were different. It seemed like they weren't in the morning. But child, by the time noon hit night, everybody was in relationships. We were seeing new people, new husbands <laughs> and girlfriends. I was like, I ain't never seen this man in my life. Then he's sweating, do I know them? Like it was so much happening at one time. And then I went from being genuinely happy for these people, genuinely excited about, oh, that's a cute gift, this, that, and the third. And then I felt myself kind of go into that dark space. And I said, get off of social media. But honestly, I think, I think any type of expression of love, and I get what you're saying too, it shouldn't be commercialized in the way that it is where people are putting so much pressure on it and stores are getting crazy about it and all this stuff. It should be all the time or when you feel the, the urge to express you know, yourself in, in that way to someone or to tell them how they feel, how you, what they mean to you in that way. Um, but I do feel like I'm a little jaded. I think if my situation, if I'm being completely honest, if my situation was different and I was in a loving relationship, that day would have went a lot differently. Um, and I would have pushed for it to go a lot differently. But because I'm in this like, you know, the cute people say, I'm in my self-reflecting and self-healing uh, mode. That's really called for single and sad. I'm just playing. <laughs> you are sad. <laughs> It's a, it's a real thing. And since I'm in that space, all the love that I'm sharing and showing is going to me, flowing from me, and it's a cycle, and I'm working with that. So love is love. That they, that they should not limit how you express love and stuff, but I, I, it's, it's good. It's good for them. It's right. I felt, them. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I felt kind of bad this year. I don't think I've ever felt bad about it before, but like, I didn't do anything. I don't even think I said Happy Valentine's Day to anybody um, because mm -hmm. I just don't, I just don't, I don't do Valentine's Day. And I'm going to tell y'all a story in a little bit that will let you know that I really don't and have not like for a vast majority of my life. But um, cause like, uh, Mike got me like, uh, some flowers and a balloon and stuff. And he knows how I feel about the, the day or whatever, but like, I thought about it later and I was like, because he is a person who likes to celebrate this day, I probably should have put forth effort because he likes it. You know what yeah. I mean? And not just not done it because I don't. And so this is the first time that I've ever really thought about it from that perspective. I think he has said that to me before, or we've had like a similar conversation to that before, but like this this year, I actually like reheard those words and I'm like, hmm, maybe I should like rethink how I approach it. Like if I'm going to, you know, be in this relationship, start thinking more about like what, uh, things that he likes as opposed to things that I don't like and maybe doing a little bit more of that as I roll my, my eyes. eyes. <laughs> Is it rock did Rock wanna say she don't want you don't you just don't not say none to that um, Ms. Um, Ms. Sarah, I, I, I um <clears throat> as far as Valentine's Day I'm a lovey person. I'm definitely a lovey dovey person. Um and this past Valentine's Day I was a bit in my feelings. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, I did the whole Valentine's campaign on the design page. Y'all saw that. It was beautiful, um, by the way. It was really good, yeah. I love that project. Um, so I did that and that was fun. But at that point I was just doing it just, it was like my job to do. So mm -hmm. I just like put energy that way. But personally I was in my feelings a little bit. I was gonna ask you, 
no, I was, I was. We, 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 I was, we can talk about that off here. We gonna talk about that offline, but I <laughs> was in a place. And um, by the end of the day, one of my really, really, really good girlfriends had um, brought me Valentine's gifts with like all my favorite snacks and balloons and da da da. And one of my other girlfriends gave me some the next day. So I mean, that, I mean, I definitely felt the love from like my friends. They were texting me all day, you know, all the things. So that was sweet. But as far as um, with a significant other, definitely wasn't my feelings. And at first, <clears throat> I was like, "You, Tony." Um, I was like, "I'm just gonna be on social media because I gotta post this stuff." That, but baby, as I was scrolling, I said, I'm going to turn all my devices off. I'm sick. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to like it. That's literally how it happened. It was like um, a spiral. I, I was walking around the house. My mom, I was like, it was way in the afternoon. My mom was like, you don't get dressed today, baby? I was like, I don't want to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> don't fight talking. You going to get dressed today, baby? I was like, I'm just going to watch these movies, and I'm going to lay here <laughs> to like, like being social. <laughs> that was a lot, but it got better. It got better. Um, and once I did get like little gifts or whatever from like family members and friends, like it did help my mood a little bit. And I also had to stop and go create. So I ended up doing my makeup and like just getting myself together. Just those kind of things make me feel better in general. So I did all that to kind of boost my mood. but. It was a little bit of a rocky start because I, I, do, I do love love and I love being able to show my partner that. Um, I'm, a, I'm a planner by nature, so um, Valentine's Day, as much as I like to be planned for and I like all the romance, like I want to do the same for them too. Um, and so not necessarily doing that this year was a little different. Um, compared to last year with again we'll talk about this offline but it, yeah it was yeah, <laughs> it was different <laughs> it was, there are some it was, conversations was, that we can share publicly some will stay in the throuple chat yeah, some <laughs> will stay in the throuple because yeah it was different. It was different. Right. Rock, what, what has been, what was uh, maybe your most memorable good Valentine's Day? Hmm. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> Ain't been it's, it's the thought process. <laughs> it's the thought process that the viewers can't see, but I'm just looking and studying how she went through. She put through some. I'm trying to see how it works. This is the problem. Um, I see how long work is. Um, I've had the Holy Ghost. Um, <laughs> all right, I've uh, <laughs> oh God, uh, Jesus, praise me. Um, I uh, okay. Let's just do uh, 2019. Let's do 2019. Um, so person I was um, dating at the time, we had just started dating two weeks prior. Um, and um, so that we were to get, it was like, we were instantly like, we're together now. We didn't go through an actual dating phase. It was just like, yep, we're together for the rest of our lives. And that, that was the end of that. And so by Valentine's Day, I, I created an uproar. I was like, you have not officially asked me your Valentine, nor your girlfriend, and I'm not having it. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I just, I was raising pain. So he uh, 
he um that on Valentine's Day, he I came I went to his house, we were having dinner and all the things, but by the time we got presents, um he was like, okay, open your card first before you open your actual gift. I was like, cool. So he had wrote all this little mushy note, duh. And then at the bottom, I was like, will you be my girlfriend? I was like, aww. Aww, that is. I guess. <laughs> that you unfishly ass. So that was sweet. Um, and I've had, I haven't had that many, I ain't gonna hold you in my lifetime, but I've, I've had others that were memorable, but that one is the freshest in my mind. Um, so that was sweet. And usually my dad always gets me um, Valentine's, like flowers. My dad's girl does get flowers or some kind of gift or something. This year was the first time he actually was out of town on Valentine's Day. Um, so I didn't, but typically he does all that too. So I'm never without love, that's for sure. Right. Um, just at this stage of life, it can look a little different than you may have planned. That's really good. And so so that, that can be that can be interesting when you're when you're at this big fine grown age and you're like, you know, looking back, I thought at this point in my life my husband was gonna be buying me flowers and my kids were gonna be like, Mommy, here's your Valentine's card. And you're just like, I'ma hug myself because <laughs> <laughs> I was the right <laughs> It's just me and the Lord loving on each other. So. Right. That's, that's all I got. Oh, <laughs> well, what about you? Wow. I'm with her. I haven't had many. And I, that just took me out, y'all. My husband, <laughs> Those, the, the dichotomy, that was such a... <laughs> but, um... I haven't had many, and I honestly feel like I've been cursed. Um, it seems like everybody's done. No, but it's weird. They get crazy when that time frame comes up, and then we're not together when Valentine's Day happens. Uh-huh. And it always seems to get like that. It's like either you don't want to, they make people make jokes about it. Like a lot of people do that because they don't want to buy things or whatever, whatever. I'm like, you know, yeah. act crazy around your birthday then, huh? So I'm like, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just something weird about the date. Uh, I told somebody the other day, they asked me a similar question, which is ironic. And I said, uh, middle school. They said, huh? Middle school, we used to come I'm in. Every hang up. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> but no, you, like. You remember when we had them boxes and they made it a big thing? Like we would pass them out and everybody, every, everybody in your class had to give one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we enjoyed each other's time. And there's that innocence that's there that we kind of lose sight of when we become adults. And it's like, we just were happy and in love with everybody. Here, Miss Such and Such, you get one too. I know I'm giving them all the kids. Like, it was just, it was the energy. We don't have that anymore. Like, and I, I don't think we'll get it back, but I, I um, that's all. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying, I ain't trying to go there today. <laughs> my, mo- my most memorable one is from eighth grade. I was in middle school and um, this this is what I was speaking to earlier about me never, me for a long time, just being all Valentine's Day. I don't even remember why or like what happened to make me not like it. I think it is the commercialization of it. And I've never really been for that, like for somebody doing something just because like they're told that that's what they're supposed to do. Um, and so 
um, I was d- talking to this guy. He was my little boyfriend or whatever. And um, I just in random conversation one day told him how I felt about Valentine's Day. I was like, I don't really like it. I don't celebrate it, blah, blah, blah. And so Valentine's Day rolled around and he gave me a card and I'm like, Lord, here we go. Like, I know I told him that I don't like Valentine's Day. Why is he giving me a card? And I opened up the card and it said, Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> that boy is genius. I was like, wow. oh my God. I feel, I think thought. I fell in love that day. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely know that was the, the day of my first kiss. Like, I kissed him that day. Because I was it. like, you listened to me. Child, I've been through that. I was. To be I heard. Was. I thought that was so To sweet. be heard. Child. Right. And all these we'll years later, I'm 40. I'll be 41 next month, guys. And I still remember that from eighth grade. Mm. That's that was incredible. so impactful. I feel like that might have been the first time in my life that I really, really felt listened to and cared for. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. We'll but. talk about that another Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all let us come back. We'll, we'll talk about something else. Yeah, we're going to... So. I'm gonna have y'all back on and we're gonna talk about the whole Amanda Seals thing. I don't know when that's going to be because I do have somebody for next month. So maybe April, but that's gonna be a real long time, y'all. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll have it. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode on it or whatever and I'll just post it one random Friday. Um, but I'm so glad that y'all came on to, to chill with me this morning. What an Thanks for having us, Honored, honored, honored. I'm Completely. So Completely. Well, tell the guy, tell tell the guys, tell the people where they can find you guys on social media. Because listen, if y'all y'all need to just go immediately and follow both of them and support both of them in whatever ways you're able to, because they deserve. Oh, I'm, I'm, I think I just have my one. Just find me on Instagram at Tony Artist. I think I post everything else that uh, is connected to that via Instagram. So yeah, all art things, all upcoming shows, always to support and to watch and view and see things at Tony Artist. Uh for me on Instagram, you can call me. It's the hashtag or the um handle is you can call me rock R-A-C-Q. Um all together, all lowercase. And if you go to that's my personal page, if you go there um in my bio is listed all of my business pages. You can just click on those and follow those from there. Um, also in that bio is my link tree where all my links are, websites, Twitter, and all my Instagrams, my TikTok, YouTube, all in one place. Um, and that's the easiest way to follow me because if I give up all my handles, we'll be here until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'll make sure... I'll make sure that I put all of their stuff in the show notes as well so that you guys can just go click and follow. Um, Once again, thank you all so, so, so much for being here with me today. And we'll be back to talk about some other things later. Yes, yes. Bye, guys. Bye.